You're listening to the Work Cultured Podcast, where good companies keep good company. Well, hey, welcome to the Work Cultured Podcast. Today, we have with us Chris Kirksey of Direction.com. He's the CEO founder, yes. I believe. So give us a little, little bit of uh, your your history there. Tell us a little bit about Direction. We'll let you plug it a little more later because, I mean, I'm selfishly very interested in what you guys do. Um, I know it's SEO related and I know SEO is usually a nightmare. And you're trying to solve that. So tell me about that first and then let's dive into more of the, the culture kind of stuff sure um so the company i started the company when i it was uh, 2016 and i was actually in iraq when i started the company yeah that was my third deployment to the middle east and when i was in the military you know that's when i decided i do not want to do this anymore and registered the company and just started taking it from there started uh, as a full service digital agency and realized pretty quickly it was hard to scale that. So in 2019, we focused on what we love most and what our clients love most, which is the organic search engine optimization. And in 2000, mid 2020, we launched uh, local SEO software. And yeah, so with our focus solely on SEO and being able to provide both services and software, it's been helping us grow a lot. That's awesome. Uh, and so did you hire on your own development team to build that software out? Did you contract it out at first or how's that looked for you? It's a hybrid of, uh, us internally building it as well as, um, actually the IT team that we use, Mm -hmm. uh, they have developers. So yeah. And how many employees do you have at this point? Uh, eight, including myself. Okay. Okay. So still relatively small, but, uh, okay. Then that's, I love that. So eight employees, I guess, plus some contractors. Yeah. 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 So how does, how important is culture at your stage? It's everything. It's everything. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Say more. Well, uh, it took me years to realize that it's everything. Uh, you know, once it's hard to build a rock solid team. And the team we have now is very rock solid and it's, you know, due to bringing on the right people in the company Mm -hmm. and building a a very strong culture where everybody, you know, likes working with, enjoys working with each other, trust each other and love our mission, vision and values and really are aligned with them. Yeah. So what, what are your core values? It's to be innovative, be positive and be a winner. Okay. And how long, so I know you are sort of a traction user, uh, right? Yes. I assume, because yes. we met through uh, an EOS implementer. <laughs> yes. Uh, did the core values, did, were those pre-existing before you implemented EOS, or did that come out uh, as a result of EOS? There was a hybrid, I want to say, of them okay. beforehand. They weren't solidified until we completed uh, EOS. Gotcha. So okay. our implementer... Uh, he, uh, his name's Byron. Byron helped us yep. really, he really helped tease those out Yeah. and establish them. Yeah. Wh- which is your favorite? Be innovative. Yeah. Yeah. 
do, do you feel like that's kind of the core of what direction is, is innovating the SEO market? Uh, a bit, you know, I would say, you know, my favorites be innovative because I love, uh, I, I built something inside of, we use ClickUp for everything and I was able to build a really cool system in ClickUp so that every month there's a new, uh, challenge mm -hmm. it. and it's a be innovative challenge. So if somebody can build out a certain, you know, automation for the companies with using a tool like Zapier, yeah. then there's a reward. So, I mean, it's, oh, cool. it's, uh, that's why it's my favorite one because it's the most fun one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, when do you, uh, how, how long did it take you to get to the current eight employees or has it been that team for quite a while now or have you, do you keep adding more people to the fold? We did have 13 employees at one point. Really? Okay. So you're, you yeah. downsized from that. Yes. Okay. And we, we used to have an in-house content team, but now when, when we provide SEO services, we provide strategy roadmap and everything uh, around SEO, mm -hmm. but we do not produce the content. So okay. usually we'll work with companies who have in-house content teams or they'll have writers that they like working with on Upwork. Or we also have partnered with a company that's called Content Bacon and they help. Content Bacon? Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great name. Um, they help uh, produce the content that we provide the strategy for, for our clients. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I want to back up because there's a, you know, as we keep diving into this conversation of culture, there's a question we ask every single guest uh, kind of right out of the gate. Um, of course, I mean, we say right out of the gate, but we tend to rabbit trail first and then we come back to the question. So the question is, uh, what is a mistake that you've made in leadership that you'll never forget? It was definitely losing my cool. Okay. Um, there was a point, you know, where I want to say it was to that. It was probably three years into the company. And I was still learning how to hire the right people. And one of my mm -hmm. hires were the wrong person and they were stealing from the company. Oh yeah. And basically sending invoices to the clients that looked like they were coming from our company, but they're going to their bank account. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's blatant. That's wow. Yeah. And then they wouldn't, leave the office. So then I called the police, um, <laughs> and the police took her out of the office that they literally had to remove her. But before, while I was, you know, trying to tell her that she needs to leave the office, I definitely were saying some very, uh, negative words <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. And, uh, at a very loud tone of voice that no one on my team had ever seen from me. Wow. And within, a month after that, I think two other employees left. Interesting. That's fascinating because I mean, you, you think in a moment like that, I mean, it, it seems almost justifiable to be absolutely furious. I mean, they're, they're taking your lifeblood, right? They're, this person's just robbing you and screwing over your clients at the same time. And I mean, any anger is justifiable, but I think what you're saying is that, that you lost, it wasn't just the anger, it was the reaction of the anger that, you know, you regret and that you, your team saw and they're like, Oh, who's that animal that I didn't know existed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, as a leader, no matter how angry or upset you are to be able to take it, you know, take a deep breath, take a minute, 
and yeah. make sure that you're the way you are acting is the way you would want someone else in your company to act. And it's not sure. out of just like without thinking. Yeah, man, I can, I can relate. I, I, there's a couple of times that I would lose my cool, but I, you know, I had an office that I could go and close the door and, uh, tried to, you know, make sure that nobody else saw that one time though. I just, I kind of went out of the parking lot cause I was just like, I gotta get out of here. I like, I'm so upset with this employee and I like kicked the door open, like just to, just like, I thought it was just this nice casual, just I'll just bump it open with my foot instead of my hands and pretty much broke my toe. <laughs> that was, yeah. I was like, all right, all right. I, I need to, I need to learn how to keep my cool a little bit. Uh, that was, that was a mistake for sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, by no means my biggest mistake in leadership though. Um, I think we, we, you know, make those pretty often. Yeah. Um, as long as we learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, emailing back and forth, one of the things you mentioned topic wise, and you've actually already mentioned it is like putting the right people in the right seats. So sounds like you've had some, you know, mess ups in the past. I mean, as we all have, uh, what do you do differently today to make sure to know that you have the right person in the right seat? There's a lot to that. Okay. Uh, Starting with making sure that we interview properly. There's a lot of interview questions. So we created a very solid interview process and that helps a lot, especially because we do actually call references. Yeah. And a lot of people say they'll call a reference. They really um, don't. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't. And you know, I've learned that definitely is a thing to do. Yeah. And we don't only call references of previous employers, but when we speak to an employer, we also want to speak to an employee that was at that company working with them. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, there's a book called who, uh, WHL. Yep. And that helped a lot in building a process an interview process. And, but you know, from there we want to make sure they align with our values Mm -hmm. and, yeah, we give them tests in terms of, you know, for their job position, how much they truly know. In the SEO world, a lot of people think they know it. And uh, there's so much to it. Yeah, SEO is a mystery to me. Uh, you know, hiring companies in the past, it's just a, such a crapshoot. Like, you know, they want to charge thousands a month and they tell you, like, they'll just tell me all of these terminologies and algorithms and then like, well, what are you guaranteeing me? Well, nothing. We can't guarantee you anything. Well, what are you doing? And, and it's just, that's really interesting. And like, I don't even think firms know what they're talking about. So to find the person to work for your firm to, that knows what they're talking about, I, I bet is difficult. To an extent. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we have been able to attract people who, um, are, you know, known in the industry already. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. We could, um, because we've been able to, you know, create our, a solid stance in our mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Do you think it's the, the, the software itself is kind of disrupting and that's what's attracting people in? Uh, do you, what, what do you think is kind of the, the it factor that attracts people? A few different things. I mean, the software certainly is an attractive piece to it. Um, but I think we, when people, when other people interview with us, they, they love the energy that our team has and you know, when I started the company, I wanted to make sure that it's a company that does not run off. 
in any way in relation to the way the military ran where it's yeah <laughs> it was just you know um you could have ideas and unless it was a supervisor's idea it doesn't matter uh it's a bad idea yeah <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up because that one of the things i wanted to talk to you about was that aspect like how stark of a difference is military culture at least in your experience and we don't want to you know we're not knocking any you know anything here don't don't come after us people uh but but what what are the stark differences between that and what you're doing now and also actually before you answer that did, did you have any kind of regular jobs before you were in the military and then started your own company well before the military i did a few things here and there is usually like landscaping yeah but not like an office no. not yeah so so work culture quote unquote like you kind of discovered there's a culture in military and now you have to build one yourself from scratch yeah here direction okay so what are some of the differences what are some of the things you notice well it's funny the the army actually has a really rock solid uh leadership methodology and principles and guides and they spend a lot of time training people to become leaders. The issue is people. Some people will take the information and properly, you know, lead teams, squads, platoons. And there's other people who, you know, they won't. Uh, they won't take the guidance. They won't take the advice. Mm. Or they know the guidance. They know the advice, but they've had bad leaders above them before and they just learn directly from the people who were above them. Uh, it's, it's tough because you know, what you read in a book is not always what you're going right. to actually do. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, the biggest in leadership with the military, you know, people, when people sign up for the military, they've, basically sign their life away to the military. Mm -hmm. And if you disobey an order, well, it's not very good day for you. I yeah. Mean, you know, you, and depending on what, you know, how bad you are, what, whatnot, you know, you can go to jail. Right. For not listening to orders. Yeah. And, and it probably doesn't matter whether or not that quote unquote order or rule is arbitrary or actually has some sort of reasoning. Yeah. You, you break the rules. You, there's punishment. Yeah. I mean, the army will have you do a whole bunch of stuff that makes no sense yeah. just, just to make sure that you are actually following. Yeah. Compliant, which, yeah. which makes sense. Right. Cause on the battlefield, if you don't listen when someone says duck, yeah, that's you're, your you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, that's what I would say the biggest difference is between the military and the civilian world is in the civilian world. Somebody can just choose. I don't want to do that mm -hmm. or I'm not going to do that or I'm going to try to do it my way. Right. And there's really nothing, no kickback except for they could get fired maybe. Yeah. But also if you fire somebody, um, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, I had an employee who said that he was living in, uh, in California. So in, in an expensive part of California, uh, like a suburb of Los Angeles. So we, you know, increased his salary to kind of match that area sure come to find out he's living in Colombia, the country oh god <laughs> so we fired him and he filed for uh, he filed a claim yep. and the state of california came after me and was like yeah uh you didn't fire him for any anything wrong and we were like he lied and they were like well is it in your guidebook that you're not allowed to lie i said no and oh said, my gosh well that doesn't matter then 
Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, California is a stickler uh, on all the labor laws, particularly California and New York. Um, I will never hire anyone from California again. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, my last company, we had a presence in 24 states yeah. and we had clients that had California locations like, why, when are you going to yeah. be, when are you coming to California? When are you coming? And we're like, nope, nope we're not. Not happening. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's too much at risk. And it was, a, my industry was very labor heavy. Um, so, you know, you lose one or two EUC cases and, you know, unemployment percentage goes up and everything just, ugh. Yeah. Um, or you can get your ass sued because, yeah. you know, you, you know, they grabbed their own personal phone and, and answered a work email on their break. And you're like, what is happening here? Uh, like I didn't tell them to do that, well, they, yeah. but they did it, but I didn't. Okay. Well, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm definitely a component of trying to do things the easy way and, uh, the simple way and yep. try to keep head. There's already too many headaches in business as it is. Mm -hmm. If you can simplify, you know, team culture employees in any way possible as a business owner, it's amazing to do so. Yeah. So to throw California in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Are all of your employees here in, in Austin area or are they kind of everywhere? There's one, uh, one of my, my teammates is here in Austin and then we have people all over, mostly, the okay. East, mostly East coast. Okay. Are they, are there any clusters or is everybody pretty much just remote? It, everyone's remote. And, uh, even though there's only one other person here in Austin, this is that makes Austin the only the cluster. Largest cluster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's people in South Florida, Maryland, Minnesota, um, you know, a bunch of different places, but Austin, I mean, and we're, we are trying to grow our Austin uh, okay. presence here because yeah. when we do any events or anything like that, it's easier, less employees have to fly in. Sure. Yeah. So. What are some of the challenges you face being so remote? Um, it's, I would say it's made things easier. Oh yeah. Or, I mean, there's, there's the obvious challenges of, you know, some, some things are easier such as training in person or mm -hmm. working with somebody next to their computer and guiding them through things definitely makes things easier that I would say probably training would be the toughest. Um, but other than that, you know, we work really well remote and, could be for a variety of reasons, just who, who each of us are. Uh, we still get together mm -hmm. at least once a quarter. And I mean, at least, uh, you know, the leadership team. And then, you know, we're, we're active on Slack. Yeah. And we get on video calls all the time together. I mean, it's, yeah, I would say, you know, remote kind of helps us because we're able to focus, you know, we, we all have quiet spots to work and it's sure. not a busy workplace with noise in the background. And yeah. And you mentioned people. something about an office being near here. Do you yes. have a co-working space? Is that what that is? Or do you have an off office office? I have an office office. Um, okay. so I have two small children at home. <laughs> oh, you're not getting much done there. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the office is, uh, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, do do the rest of your folks work from their house or do you, do you, yeah. does direction get them an office or anything like that? Um, no, I mean, they all have their own workspace. They yeah. like, uh, we, we like to, 
get any employees anything that they need for their workspace, such mm-hmm. as standing desks or, sure. or, or additional computer screens, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we provide all equipment and we want to make sure that their workspace is fully set up yeah. for success. They want like that they have somewhere comfortable to work from. Mm-hmm. Are, are most of your folks technical people, whether that be the SEO side of things or you know building on the technology stack? Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. mean, all of us, um, since we only provide SEO services. I mm-hmm. mean, all of us are SEO people. Yeah. Are so you, are, are you an engineer yourself? Mm, no. Okay. So you're not building the software. You're not coding and all that. I mean, uh, there's, I would not call myself a coder or a developer. <laughs> uh, although I've built over a hundred websites myself, but yeah. there's, you know, with WordPress, that's a little different than yeah. just custom code or building stuff. It's totally kind of drag and drop builders. And yeah. So tell, tell me more about the software itself, like what, what are you doing differently in SEO that, I mean, I mean, I'm selfishly asking, but also that, you know, our, our audience needs to hear about. Yeah. So with our software, it helps any, so we have a guarantee your online uh, visibility increases or your money back. And, okay. and it's also $60 a month. So you really, oh, not, not much to lose. lose. Exactly. Yeah. And we've seen results within days when people sign wow. up and, so it's, I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways that it works and, and there's a lot of different features to it. My favorite feature is that it lists you in a bunch of different, uh, directory online directories. And one recent one that we added, for example, was nextdoor.com. Mm. And when all of your, uh, business profiles online are, you know, your website, your address, your name, your phone number, all that stuff is consistent across the whole internet and you're listed everywhere that people are searching, everywhere that matters. Mm -hmm. Google sees that and they can therefore trust ranking you above. Give you more authority automatically. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they say, okay, well if somebody's looking for, uh, let's say for a roofer, for example, Mm -hmm. and they say, you know, roofer near me in Google, Google, you know, there's a bunch of different ways that it, operates and scans the internet and crawls the internet and stuff. They don't obviously give away their SEO sauce. Sure. um, One of the things that they do is scans the internet for all the places that different businesses, the different roofing businesses are listed online. And if roofing company A is listed in, say, 100 places, all with the same accurate information, Versus company B, which maybe at one point changed their phone number, changed their address or anything at all. Mm-hmm. And they didn't update their profile on any spots. Their uh, roofing company B is going to show up below A because mm-hmm. Google wants to send people to the most trusted result. Yeah. And if they can trust sending people to that result, they're going to make it higher. And that's a big part of what the software does then. Yeah, that's the core of it. It okay. also uh, has... Uh, we have review systems so you can, whether you get reviews from uh, Google, Facebook, Yelp, anything like that, mm-hmm. you can respond directly from the platform. And then you can also publish uh, posts, Q and a to like Facebook, Google and uh, 20 other directories. There's uh, and we're releasing features soon, such as like Instagram posting and local rank tracking. Nice. Um, so we're, we're continually building it out and it's, I mean, it's extremely powerful. Everybody, I'd say the number one growth method for it has been people that sign up just telling their friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, like I, I, I went uh, somewhere earlier today and it was a company that is on Direction Local and the owner was there. She's like, oh, you're with Direction. She's like, oh my God, I started ranking higher. Like 
literally three days. And I was like, what? And she like showed me her phone. She's like, no, I took screenshots. Look, that's awesome. <laughs> and showed me. And I was like, what? That That's awesome. She's like, yeah. And then I, I sent it to, because uh, it's a franchise. She's like, I sent it to everyone else. Oh, that's like, great. I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a couple things come to mind that, that I, I'm going to look into it and mention the, the software like right after this. <laughs> um, is it mostly B2C companies that are going to use it? Um, I mean, literally, if you have a Google business profile, it'll help you. Okay. So, I mean, for example, we're B2B, right? As an SEO agency, yeah. uh, I have an office location and it's, we're using obviously our software for that. Nobody has ever, ever come and knocked on the door and say, Hey, I need SEO. Of course. Right. right. Like, yeah. So even if you're not B2C, it can help. Yeah. Um, just because someone isn't walking into your business doesn't mean you don't need to get found. Right. So especially sure. with business services, you know, if I, if I'm searching for a business attorney or anything like that, mm -hmm. I tend to like to work with, uh, someone who's local yeah, yeah. Uh, or an accountant or something like that. Um, I know I've, I definitely searched other for other business services and hired locally. And that was based on what I found in Google map results. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I want to come back to the, the right people, right seats kind of concept. So yeah. you have kind of a, a pretty intense interview process. You're actually calling on, uh, references and not just the reference, but you're finding somebody they worked with. Uh, you're giving them tests aptitude, I assume like for specific what they're doing. Yeah. Um, how do you, you mentioned values. Like, are they a values fit? Do you mean your company's core values? Or do you mean kind of like just the like more general, like people ethic values? Well, I mean, first company. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you determine that when you're interviewing somebody or so reading the resume? <laughs> there's uh it's not while reading the resume. I, I usually don't ever read the resume to be okay. honest. Uh, somebody, someone else will scan a resume and then kind of, say, Hey, I think this Talk person fits, but resumes, I, yeah, I found them to not really tell the whole story, um, in positive and negative ways. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, with, what is it? The interview, like, so can you repeat the question? Yeah. Trying to like, how do you determine that they're a values fit? Yeah, with the values, I mean, there's questions we ask around the values. Uh, for example, we'll say one of our core values is to be a winner. Can mm -hmm. you tell me about a time that you were a winner? Yeah. Uh, and then also, we, you know, we have through EOS uh, traction, there's an like evaluation system. So it, it's like yeah, the people analyzer. The people analyzer. Yeah. yeah. Are they living up to the good values? We're quick to fire very fast. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Do you have a story? Any stories you can tell on that one? <laughs> I mean, you don't uh, have to name drop them. I mean, no, I'm not I asking know, you to throw anybody on the bus, I but know. you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there was the time where somebody lied about yeah. where they were living. Yeah. And sorry, but that I'm not taking that. Like, yeah. that's not, you may think it's something small or not important, uh, but that's, uh, there's no three strikes for that. Right. Uh, it, it obviously always depends what it is, but we fired we've hired somebody and within a week fired them. Wow. Uh, because they've either, we thought that they knew what they were doing and they clearly had no idea. Um, and it wasn't, you know, I don't really think it was their fault in this situation. I do think it was the last agency they were working at that provided SEO services. Mm -hmm. 
they weren't really providing SEO services. And they brought on some bad habits with them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Terrible. I don't want to say habits, just the approaches. Okay. Um, Like they thought, for example, uh, publishing a Facebook post with a link to the website was considered a backlink to a website. And that's, that's, technically, so technically it is right, but it's, that's not, uh, I don't want to get too technical, but yeah, I mean, that's all over my head. I, SEO has always been just this like magic fairy dust to me that I just do not understand at all. Uh, so yeah, anything. Um, and then there, so with, I'm trying to think of another situation where we fired someone pretty quick. Oh yeah. So we brought somebody on and fired this person within two weeks because I want to say they maybe worked a total of two days. Those two weeks, they kept making up excuses why they couldn't work that day or they felt crappy or yeah. And we were like, look, we get it if you're sick, but you don't like when you first started a company, you want to like, we're looking to be impressed. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so what's the flip side? What's an example of a recent hire that you're like, man, we nailed that. This person is perfect. Our last hire. Uh, yeah. So I'll call her out my name. Her name is Sarah. Nice. And she has done nothing but wow our whole team since basically day one. And uh, an example of something where she just went above and beyond I mean, she knew something had to get done. Um, and to be specific, we had um, an employee who was having a baby. So she's obviously uh, taking some time off mm. and she she might come back. She's like, let me see how sure. it is or whatever. Um, but Sarah created an offboarding questionnaire. And it was something that I was like in the back of my mind, all right, I need to have this. But my focus has been, you know, bringing on and making sure we keep people, not Mm -hmm. getting rid of people. Like, especially if usually, I guess this was the first time we've uh, really had, not the first time, but um, some, yeah, it's been a while since we had somebody that had to go for, not because, you know, they we're going, getting another job, right. wanting to go work somewhere else or because they were getting fired. Um, and so I just didn't think of the offboarding checklist mm-hmm. or like not, not checklist, but the offboarding questionnaire. Right. And Sarah just was like, Hey, I created an offboarding questionnaire and I'm going to run Heather through it. Uh, is that cool with you? I was like, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and yeah. then when she, she conducted the offboarding interview and everything and then sent it to me and I was like, Wow. And my whole leadership team Super was like, and- yeah. And it's just like, it, it feels so, so great in so many ways mm-hmm. to see, um, when you bring someone on and they, you know, take initiative Yeah, and they, they really care about other, I mean, she, you know, she didn't do it just to show off or anything like that. It, it was obvious. She, she cared about Heather and wanting to know that, uh, if there were ways we could better the company at, and to make sure that Heather felt like, you know, welcome back, especially like afterwards, after the pregnancy and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was taking initiative and not to show off, I guess. It yeah. was taking initiative, tr- just true initiative, uh, stepping up to the plate. 
yeah. seeing a need and filling it. That's awesome. Yeah. What, and what role is she in? Uh, she's a client success manager. Okay. So yeah. not even HR or anything like that. Just, yeah. You know, but when you're small, you kind of wear all the hats, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, that, and that's, uh, what's great about the people we have on mm. our team is, you know, we, we all do wear multiple hats, but we, since we work so closely together, we can see when each other's, you know, needs need to be filled yep. business wise. And, uh, I think that's one of the strongest things about our team is everyone jumps in to help each other. Yeah. And even sometimes without, you know, without asking is like, Hey, do you need help here? It's like, no, I see you need help here. And I, <laughs> let's do this. Let's yeah. This out. Yeah. That's great. Uh, awesome collaboration. Yeah. You said you wanted to, you were looking to grow soon. Yeah. You're at, you got to add some more to the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, over the next, uh, in our three year plan, uh, we'll have 14 employees. Okay. So we'll be adding about six, three years from now or total three years from now. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. What is your, so, so, you know, your EOS, what's your, what's your big 10 year, uh, yeah. what do they call it? Vision? Um, yeah. The, well, I mean, there's the three year picture the, or the one year plan or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. There's the one, three and 10, yeah. the 10 is like just the huge, they call it the big, big hairy, hairy audacious yeah. skull. Yeah. Uh, and that's for us to have 3 million U.S. business locations on our platform. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, how many do you have right now? Not 3 million. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have a few hundred, but yeah. we're, we're, we're growing it. And yeah. it's 100% possible because there's 30 plus million small businesses in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And there's probably half of those have multiple locations. Yeah. I mean, if you just think of one, like McDonald's is one of those 30 plus million. So, and they have who knows how many thousands of right. locations. Um, yeah. So it's 3 million sounds like a big number, but in all reality, it's not. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, do you have any, you know, strategies or plans as you grow to not only get the right person I see, but also to make sure that the values are instilled, that the culture remains intact. Cause you know, as teams grow, things get more difficult. Communication gets more difficult. There's just so many, you know, more, uh, spinning wheels. Yeah. Uh, and I've definitely learned that, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the more you grow, the more issues come up, but at the same time, they're usually good issues. You know, you want to squash them. Uh, sometimes you don't realize what's needed until that time comes. And in order to address, you know, properly strategizing growth, it's, it's all just, you know, education of myself and the, uh, my leadership team. And that's from, you know, asking questions to other company, uh, business owners that have businesses that are larger than ours. Yeah. Um, I do ask a lot of questions to a lot of people, uh, <laughs> cause that I didn't go to school for business or anything like that. Sure. Uh, it's, it's something that I've learned along the way through reading books and talking to a lot of people. Yeah. Do you have advisors as part of your team or, or like investors that are, that are kind of people that you go to or y'all just, your team is your team. Yeah. It's just my team, your team. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but being a part of entrepreneurs organization is a massive help. Yeah. Because there's people, people to bounce ideas off of. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I've learned a lot from people who, uh, are either where we want to be or mm -hmm. are on the same path or, you know, have a lot more employees than we do. And 
the people in the group are really awesome in terms of like willing to share and help. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, offline, I'm, I want to ask you more about that just cause I'm curious, um, you know, kind of where you all meet since it sounds like you are five minutes from here. So, yeah. uh, we're pretty close. It'd be fun to kind of get, you know, connected to that local network. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but in the interest of time and we don't want to, you know, bore people across the country with things here in Austin, uh, you know, before we kind of get to the very last piece, what's something you want to plug? And maybe it's just more about the, the platform direction.com. Uh, but is there anything else you're working on? Anything else that you just want to plug, put out there for people to know about? Well, I want to, uh, there was a few times you mentioned about SEO kind of just, you're completely unsure of <laughs> yeah. what it is. Uh, so I want to kind of as simply as I can tell you what it is. Please. Basically it is creating uh, a helpful experience for your website users. Basically the better your website uh, explains what you do, who mm-hmm. you are, um, it, little things like it loads quickly. You, people yeah. can find other pages on your site, easy to navigate and uh, other sites are talking about your site. Other companies are talking about you. Uh, kind of when I referred to backlinks, that Mm -hmm. would be something. So if, uh, Forbes.com linked to, uh, this podcast, for example, that would be a great backlink sure, uh, because it's relative to business Forbes, And so that's in simple terms, what, uh, SEO is, is working to make your website, uh, well-known in your industry, but also providing, a lot of value to the people who go to your website. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys are more on the local directories and, and things like that. You mentioned Forbes, right? So yeah. it, aren't there ways that you can just go and, and basically pay somebody to write an article on Forbes yeah. or yeah, there is. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can pay to be a, uh, <clears throat> I did it one year. It was uh, for Forbes agency council. Okay. Yeah. And if they listen to this, they might, they might get mad at me. <laughs> I think it was like $2,000 to be part of the council. Okay. And that allows you to what? Just pu- publish an article on a website, yeah, or yeah. And that you write, and it's by you, or that yeah. you, somebody else. Or the, I mean, you know, you can you can write it yourself, or you can hire a ghostwriter. I mean, yes, but yeah, most of the internet's pay to play. Yeah, yeah. They're now when done properly, it's not pay to play. Okay. And by that, I mean you find something awesome on a website, such as um, a cool infograph that has data about. Uh, employee retention or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you share that infographic on a blog of yours and it obviously the link, uh, that infograph maybe links to that page Mm -hmm. where you got it from, you know, you're referencing that as the source. That is the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, The the flip side would be them saying, Hey, we'll pay you $500 to put our infograph on your blog. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The more organic, the better. Exactly. Cool. Makes sense. Um, still SEO feels like a mystery, but yeah. Okay. So plug, uh, <laughs> this was a good, so, yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to get a demo of our software and it's only $60 a month so yeah. for everything that I mentioned, it's $60 a month. It helps you rank higher. I mean, you, your, uh, online visibility increased guaranteed or your money back all $60. Solid and, direction.com. And, and also if, uh, if you have a sense of humor, defineawesome.com. It's uh, it's Do, kind of a little side. Fun. What is? Defineawesome.com. Defineawesome.com. It's okay. a little side project that's just uh, 
funny e-commerce products with funny okay. stories. This is something that you run or is it something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. My team and I. We will have to go check that out. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's your whole team. It's like a, d- a direction kind of little side. Yeah. It's like a side fun project. Dealy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's definitely something I'm going to check out after this uh, recording as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to end off with a little quick fire. It's just the this or that. So I'm going to say okay. a couple of things and you just got to pick the one that, uh, you know, comes to mind first. Uh, so here we go. First of all, uh, beach or mountains? Mountains. Okay. Uh, beer or liquor? Liquor. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh gosh, I, I don't have my list on me. I, I realized this when I was recording yesterday too. When I'm here and I have my phone recording a second angle, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have my notes with me. <laughs> so that's fine. Oh well. Uh, DC or Marvel? DC. Okay. Uh, live band or listen on spotify live yeah and then uh just for the austinites torchies or taco deli i don't put me in that spot (laughs) (laughs) too hard Um, i most recently had taco deli and it was delicious so there you go well we'll we'll run with that one then for now recently taco deli but nobody's knocking torchies here right not knocking torchies (laughs) i love it chris man chris kirksey of direction.com thank you so much for your time uh, check out that website, check out, uh, define awesome, define awesome.com. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking to us today. And, uh, we appreciate everything. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. This is the work culture podcast and we are signing off.